Hello. He bad. One, Hello. You say one who trace? Yeah, one who trace. Trey songs. Is that your gang? That's your gang. Hey, careful. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. oh, yeah. That's a, that's for the people that's watching, the people that that's listening. <laughs> what you did. John, nah, that's a swaggy P, you know. Okay. No, nah, you John Wall. Oh, John Wall. John Wall. Or uh, orange face. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> hey, we got to talk about that one day, like when uh basketball player, NBA players, like are really in the game. Like, oh. sure he probably know people but nah but there's a lot that are Russell Westbrook affiliated ooh okay not in it affiliated you think PG-13 got kicked out <laughs> not nah, because because he, he has the bricks out of all the time so he, oh, he's got to <laughs> You stay with the bricks. Rude. Rude. Sorry, PG. Hey, we man, we love you, PG. It's all good. We I, do. I would still accept him as a Laker. He could come. He could come and be right next to Cook. Hey, actually, Jesse cannot let me lie. Since mid-2000s, mid-2010s, I've been a PG fan. Like, I had his jersey for the Pacers. I'm actually a PG fan. So it's just unfortunate, you know. His... He plays for the other side. You got to take this slander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we gave LeBron slander for years. Oh, for sure. As great as he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he comes and we just... <laughs> hey, we must have missed Potty. Carl Malone. We went straight into it. <laughs> Carl Malone. I wish we could have gave him a ring. I wish him and Shaq and Kobe would have just... I wish Shaq and Kobe could have just, you know, made it happen that year. But, you know, drama. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, hello, we back. Hey, we guys. in here. Yeah, you guys just disrespected the drops and just started talking, having a conversation. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all good. That's what we do. That's what we're here to do, right? Yep. Uh, we took a little break because Andy went on vacation again. Again, again. yeah. Again. I'll stay on vacation. <laughs> oh, man. Where'd, hey, you, man. where'd you go this time? Uh, I went to Sedona, uh, Arizona. It's the only place I could be is outdoors, <clears throat> trying to stay away from the public. Um, did million mile hikes. Nah, uh, yeah, we did a bunch of hikes out there. We were out there for three days, uh, myself and the fam. Uh, we went to uh, a hike called Devil's Bridge. Super dope. That was like six miles, I think. We did another one called uh, something something Cave, birth, Birthing Cave. That was another six miles. Super dope. So it's just a lot of views out there, man. Uh, just really nice to be out there in the open and, uh, you know, uh, just an opportunity to think about, you know, whatever you want to think about. Uh, a lot of quiet time, no cell phone service. So, you know, just opportunity for you, yourself, and your fam to connect, you know, in different ways. And, uh, you know, at the same time, stay safe, stay away from people, drink a lot of water, pee on a bush. <laughs> this guy's a grow. I'm sure. I'm sure. I got the juice. Pimp juice. Hey, speaking of the juice, so I saw a lot of great pictures of you guys. You know, obviously the trip looked amazing. Um, but one picture stood out to my, <laughs> myself and Blevins. And yeah. it was a picture of you rocking corn rolls. You know, I uh, I was inspired by my, my heroes growing up. You know, AI, you know, he... <laughs> Uh, you know, my hair is long. This uh, quarantine, I've been growing it. I just cut the sides, so, like, the top of it is extremely long. And, you know, if I don't wear a hat, it's all over the place. So, you know, I gave it a shot. I might bring it back out before the winter comes, you know. So do you have, like, a designated braider or, like, hey, fam, hook it up with the, the tutus? Definitely not a fam. That means it's not a guy. I would not. A guy is not braiding my hair. Um, but uh, uh, now nah, I went to around here, man. No discrimination. Yeah, very true. You know what? Blood is always bringing me back to earth. So yeah, thank man. you, man. It's okay if you want to sit in between a man's legs. <laughs> it's not a well, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it is okay, but I would not prefer that. So okay, all right. Um, what about no, a male masseuse? <laughs> never have I've been. I've had massages in the past, but never. Uh, a man, and okay. I've never requested a man. 
Okay. I had a man crack my neck before. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Absolutely not. No. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do a great job. Yeah, I'm sure they do a great job. Yeah, I'm sure they do an amazing job, but that's not my preference, so don't cry. I had a guy Uh, crack my neck, and he was just like, he's like, all right, in three, he's like, one. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Give me the girl. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, it's super fun. My rock to cone rolls again. But you didn't and, tell uh, us how, like, how do you get the braids? Like, how do you ask for them? Uh, you know what? That, that was a struggle. I actually had to ask around and I had to like go deep in my bag of resources. And, uh, I asked a bunch of friends. I went through my phone book and finally I had, um, at the store where I work at next door, I had made a really good connection with the store owner and it's a salon and it's a black owned salon. And um, I uh, I gave her a call and um, I asked her if she had anybody in her in her shop that could do it and she said yeah and then she hooked me up like uh, you know really good price and obviously gave the young lady a, a good tip and she did a good job she was super cool too so um, I'll definitely be going back whenever I decide to you know rock the uh, tan cornrows again uh, <laughs> tan Malone did you ask uh, for tan a, Iverson did you ask for a specific design are we like hey just do what you do or do what the new kids are doing. The young kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I didn't ask for nothing. I just said, do what you do. Do what you do. You just Was that your first time ever? Uh, getting my hair braided? Yeah. Yeah. Did it hurt? No, she even told me. She, she was like, she's like, boy, your head about to hurt. <laughs> but uh, uh, it didn't hurt. Uh, I didn't have a headache or nothing. So, um, you know, it was cool. Did I got you- some compliments in the shop, too. Nice. So, because of the length. Because, like, if your hair is long enough, in most cases, it's not going to hurt. But if you, like, really, really want some braids and your hair is not long enough, like, I've, I have... I've had cornrows one time in my life. So this was back in high school when it was like popular, right? Everybody had cornrows. And I used to try to have my mom braid my hair every single day. And it just wouldn't take. I didn't have no hang time like, you know, all my friends. So finally, my hair was long enough to get braided. I went to my friend's house. She braided me up real quick. I paid her, you know, a little bit of money. And those things were so tight. My eyebrows were to the back of my skull. Uh, I couldn't close my eyelids. And all day at school, I was just <laughs> in my head. I literally, I had them in for school. And I took, as soon as I get, got home, I took them out. And I never have had braids since then. <laughs> I, I had braids in 10th grade, too. You're bald. You've been, you've been bald since you've been in kindergarten. What are you talking about? Tenth grade, I had braids. Okay. I, had, I had some good hang time. And funny thing is, is, I was trying to like trim like you know the little baby hairs that came, and I had messed up. I had messed up. You cut one of the braids. So, no, I'm telling you guys right now, I was probably one of the originators of all this uh, shaved all the way the across, side. and I just had the top, and I had the the hang time and a ponytail back here. I had that for yeah, about that a week. wasn't a thing till now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was rocking that in tenth grade because it was an accident, and then I was like, <laughs> I felt dumb that I just cut my hair off and I never grew braids again. Yo, being a trendsetter, dude. <laughs> you better come after uh, ASAP Rocky because he took your look. That. Hey, yep. Andy, can you can you promise us that you'll start to grow out the sides so you can have the braids all around instead of just on the top? I was thinking about that. I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to go uh, with not cutting my hair, uh, but it, it's taken six months to get to this place, so I don't know if I can go six months on the side. I'm, I'm going to look wild. You got it. My last question I'm, I'm about right, But right now, if I start doing that, I look like I got a mullet. <laughs> so I don't know about that. Party in the back, baby. This is in the front, party in the back. My last question about your braids, and we can move on. Mm-hmm. Did you walk into Sally's to purchase a do-rag? No, <laughs> no. Sally's don't have no do rag. What are you talking about? I think they do. Did no, they do. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the Wait, real ones. You might have got, to go to the liquor store for the real. They got one. a velvet one. <laughs> you? No, I don't know. Nah, I don't. Uh, no. Uh, no, nah, she did say she did tell me I should get a a, a, a do rag, but I didn't. You know, I can't. Why didn't you listen? You have to to keep the braids. Clean? I know it, it, they started popping out and nap, and then obviously uh, that's because of sleeping. Like you know, I, I had to sleep a certain type of way. That's why you. Yeah, that's the p- purpose of the do rag. Right, and you gotta get a here. silk pillow sheet too. Yeah, <laughs> and get the man, spray just at, in case it itches. And keep. Hey, what are friends for, man? Keep Thank some you. Fire. 
I'm, I'm gonna have to order that. <laughs> I, I promise. I got you guys. So that means, like, if I got a do rag on, and I got a silk pillowcase. I'm gonna just be sliding because it's so silky. That's all right. Because <laughs> hey, you silk smooth. But your hair, your hair will be intact though. Yes. Uh okay. hair preservation. That's what it's all about. Okay, I appreciate you guys. So we, oh, uh, my, yeah, my commitment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we took a week off. A lot happened. I know a few days ago where we we're gonna be like, all right, we're gonna talk about the debate. And before we get into that, um, I'm wearing these glasses because your MAGA glasses. They're making fun of me because um, I posted these because, as you guys know, I see your face. Hmm. We couldn't. You were looking down. We got to see your face. The world got to see your MAGA glasses. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Oh, I was making fun of me. What does this person look like they voted for? I, look, I know what type of lawn sign you have out, and oh. I know who you're voting for on November 3rd just by your glasses. So I got a, <laughs> I won an award to get some stuff, so I wanted to get some glasses. And I wanted to get some Ray-Bans because I always lose them. But then I saw that there was some Oakleys, and I was like, man, I need this because you guys know that I ride. And I just wanted, you know, because wearing the glasses that I have with my helmet, it pushes my helmet all up. And, like, it just it's just very uncomfortable wearing glasses. So you need these type of glasses for th- that type of activity. So I was like, all right, cool, free. I don't have to pay. Let's, let's get them. So then I was just trying to, like, share my joy with my friends so I sent a picture of my glasses to them and then they said oh those are MAGA shades so all the sunglasses you could have bought you decided to get MAGA ones (laughs) I mean you do live in Texas now so I get it yeah that's the picture he definitely looks MAGA right there so I told them that I'm gonna wear them on the pod and here I am so if you guys wonder why I'm wearing glasses that's why Jesse, though, look, you know, put your back shades on. You know, hold on, but you know, you have a big head, right? Obviously, that's your name, but your head looks ginormous <laughs> right here. <laughs> Those glasses do not help, bro. <laughs> if anything, don't compliment. My man out here looking like Megamind. <laughs> me. Oh man! Hey, as long as you enjoy it, Jesse, you know, go go at it, man. Have fun. So uh-huh. did you wear those while you were watching the debate? Yep, I'm gonna be like this. <laughs> you said yes. <laughs> so the debate. What did you think about it? Me? Yeah. <laughs> you were there. Well, you were cheering. You were cheerleading. Oh my goodness! You guys swear. Hold on. Man. Tested. Hold, you guys swear. hold on. Yeah. Answer. Answer Blevins' question. Answer mine second. What went through your mind? When you sent Trump a get well soon card, <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> I, did, oh. I did no such thing. <laughs> get well we have soon, a tweet, Daddy Trump. <laughs> we have a tweet that Trump says otherwise. <laughs> so, first, what I thought about the debate. Let me answer the first question. I actually wasn't going to watch it until Blevins called me. He was like, "You better watch it, boy." So I felt pressured. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shoot, okay." So, oh shoot! <laughs> so was I was like, for, I was recommended it for entertainment purposes, not educational which, purposes. Which, and I appreciate it because, man, I turned it on and I was just like, "Whoa, okay, uh, <laughs> spicy." It was spicy. spicy. Had, even my kids were watching the part of it. Um, but two things I took away from it: it was a lot of bickering, and something that I mentioned on there, um, a lot of emotional intelligence. Because if if that was me and somebody's just slandering me or talking mess, I'm swinging. Like about I'm, your son, your dead son at that. I'm, yeah, I'm swinging. Yeah, Biden had the the Arthur hands. Yeah, yeah, and you could tell frustrations were there, but the way that they kept their composure, well, there was still buffoonery. But wait, who? You said they? Who kept their composure? Well, none, both of them. No, not, neither. But not I'm saying moderator. Nobody swung or threw something. Like I would have thrown something. I would have took my mm-hmm. shoe and hit. And just start Jerry Springer. Steve would have had to come out there and went like this. <laughs> so if he had an option to throw something, would it be your glasses or your hat? <laughs> your MAGA hat. Probably my glasses because they more weight. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe poke him in the eye with the little corner. Okay. Andy, what did you think about the debate? 
Uh, two old white men just having a good old fight on the porch. Um, just some buffoonery, like Jesse says. It's it doesn't make me feel good to be an American and know that the rest of the world is laughing at the way that we argue about things and can't even argue like real people. Um, but it's just an example of what's really going on in our country. You know, nothing's getting done because nobody can listen to anybody. Everybody's just talking over somebody before they even listen. Can't talk and listen at the same time. So uh, it was, I mean, it was great to, you know, to, to take part in like history, at least to like say that, hey, you know, we got to see like this moment in history and then we can take this on like further on for the rest of our lives and teach our kids and talk to our kids about it. But it doesn't make me feel good about the future of our country, to be honest with you. That that's what I took from it. And then Trump is just I you know, I know Blevins you're gonna touch on this, but the the fact that he couldn't dismiss the, the um like white supremacy and you know, he he basically uh you, you kinda school me on the Proud Boys, but it, that that just kinda hurt me. It hurt and it hurt a lot of people obviously, like but he showed his true colors, so it is what it is. Yeah, for me, um, and, I, you know, we won't get, like, super political on here, but I think a lot of things need to change in terms of, like, okay, uh, term limits with locally, um, federally, et cetera, et cetera, right? Obviously, you know, we, you, we're not like some other countries to where, you know, they have somebody in power forever, right, at the very mm-hmm. least, at the very most, um, you know, you're in power for eight years, at the very least for four years. Okay, that's cool. But then you have these lifers that are in politics that are making these decisions that, you know, aren't really listening to the people. And there's no incentive to listen to the people because they don't have to do anything, right? They could still mm-hmm. make money without needing to do anything. But in terms of the debate, my goodness, dude, like, I, I think what happened is exactly what I expected. So, you know... I was talking to a couple friends and was like, man, remember back in 2016 when, you know, the, the presidential debates were going on um, and uh, we would just laugh. Like we thought it was funny, you know, how old boy was up there acting. And then, you know, he ended up winning, which was a shocker. And then now here we are, you know, four years later, you know, with all that we've experienced in America um, and, you know, it's not funny at all. Right. And, you know, the debates were, like I said, exactly what I expected. I expected him to be a bully. And, you know, I, I won't say one person won or over the other. I think, you know, both really lost. But, mm-hmm. you know, he stuck to his game plan and that's all he has to do. And I think Biden um, did well in some aspects and some aspects not. He didn't because, you know, he kind of. Um, fell, he took the bait and fell into Trump's trap, which is to get flustered and get bothered, um, you know, and not keep his composure. But I think he did well when he spoke into the camera and was talking to the people. Um, I really love when he called him a clown. <laughs> and I really love when, you know, he was trying to boss up on him and, and shut him down. Um, but in terms of the whole, like, not denouncing white supremacy, like, woo, Twitter, Twitter was on fire, like during the debate, after the the debate. And, you know, the fact that the man, you asked him a question, like a serious question, denouncing white supremacy and the dude says, sure. Okay. Like you, you ain't about it. And then you tell the proud boys to, what is this? Uh, stand, stand back and stand by. Yeah. What? <laughs> what is that? You know what I'm saying? So um, Twitter had a field day. I really enjoyed all the the responses to, you know, the debate and everything. But we've had a wild week. We went from the debate to now this dude ducking debates possibly because he supposedly has COVID. You know, um, I just want to touch base on what you said real quick. Like Biden, I felt it made me appreciate a lot of um, Obama's composure and like the way that he um, – kind of spoke right and then he the way that he can translate like a lot and then just feel like we understand like his communication skills are so good and um you just felt like you were 
you were being led like by somebody that you know that that knew what they were doing and i feel like biden didn't do that for us as far as like the the voters that he's that we're going to be people that are going to vote for him and didn't leave with a sense of like security because trump like you said stuck to his game plan so i think the next time around um his team needs to come well yeah if there is one we got zoom though come on um they uh they definitely need to do a better job of of, um helping them through that for sure yeah um the, uh, the other thing too like there was a video I don't know if you guys saw this but there was a video of uh, it was a white dude and he called himself a redneck so I'm going to say he's a redneck and then he said um, that if by if Trump wins which he said Trump is going to win uh, then there will be a war and if Trump loses then there will be a war and the reason why he said if Trump wins then he said the BLM community uh, is going to uh, make make a war you know, against everything. And then um, he said, if Trump loses, then white supremacy rednecks, he's like, we're ready for y'all. Don't worry. We're going to start a war against you guys. But then um, I saw somebody come back at it. It's like, well, we already have four years of this president. Like, why would we, we would have already started this war. If anything, like we want um, equality. Like we, yeah. we just want to feel like we have a place. So that's not, that's not the MO. And I think that that's like the difference between, um, both parties is that one really wants the war. One really wants to take one out. And obviously we know who they want to take out. Um, but the other, on the other hand, which I mean, you know, it's a black community, Hispanic community, Asian community, anybody who's a minority descent, like we don't really want, we don't want that. Like if anything, like we, we have, we're not even out here saying like, Hey, you know, we hope Trump like really gets ill from this. You know, if anything, we just, we want him to be a good president at the end of the day. Like we just want a good president and we want a good leader. And I think that's the major difference that I think that, um, these two individuals are probably not seeing like, what is it that the people really need? And, and they just have their own motives. So I just wanted to call that out because there is a major difference. And I think that, um, you know, the country needs a lot of healing, a lot of love, a lot of positivity. And from that debate, we didn't get none of that. Agreed. Yeah. A lot of deflecting too, man. I don't feel like not one answered what not one question was answered properly or correctly. Definitely like, not from homie. <laughs> the art of deflection. Yeah. That should be a book. <laughs> He's got the art of the deal. Now you can do go to the art of deflection. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. Jesse, what's up? What's up with that card though? How'd you send that? COVID <laughs> against COVID. We're gonna talk about him having COVID. No. Blevitz called me and harassed me last night. Um, Typical of me. He was like, oh, why are you going to go see your boy? <laughs> I wanted to know if you were going to uh, send him a special visit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to send him a get well card. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? Can you, can you, off the top of your mind, you know, your memory, what did you write in there? It says, roses are blue, your hair is orange. <laughs> roses are not blue. <laughs> he doesn't like the blue, he likes the red. His, oh, but his track, so what, like, underneath the tracks, is it still <laughs> red or orange? When Jamel Hill said that that was a track in his ear, oh, my goodness. That was to keep the tone. Oh, that was hilarious. You know, I just told him, hey, best wishes, get well, drink a lot of water, Gatorade, pickle juice, and, you know, get healthy. And bleach. Love your son. <laughs> oh, man, where's the bleach right now? Oh, come on. Uh, do you think, like... I wonder how much humility goes into that place. Like you talk down, like oh, it's a hoax, and you actually catch it. So like, I wonder like how he really. Feel. I know he probably doesn't care, but of all, first of all, we don't know that because yeah. there's been so many lies over the last three years for sure, but four plus years, uh, really all his life, we don't know for sure that he has it. Like let's assume that he does, okay. But we don't know for sure, you know, and I know Andy and his conspiracy theory self don't put nothing past the government in terms of like, you know, the lies and all that. So, but we don't know that he has it. And let's say even if he really does, he don't admit to ever being wrong. So, yeah. Yep. If anything, he's going to come out of it and 
say like it's no big deal like nothing to be scared of or he's gonna say like um you know i use the vaccine <laughs> have the cure you know and or this is just a way to extend the elections and find a loophole of him staying in office i don't know there's a plan for something so see this is why i love twitter well number one let's let's start here Twitter, once that news broke, and it broke late uh, Thursday evening, so I was watching Fargo uh, finishing up the second episode, and then my phone like went off with a notification. And of all people, Shams, the NBA insider, is who alerted me. So I'm like, this dude over here dropping political bombs, like, and that's the crazy thing is that a lot of people who you know follow sports, like, that's how they found out. So um, Twitter was on fire like you thought that twitter was on fire when the clippers blew a 3-1 lead no it shut down like it was taking a minute for tweets to load like the all the trending topics were about trump getting covid didn't it go down like twitter went down for a little bit i I wouldn't doubt it oh i I think i thought it did anything funny that you remember that you could share that you saw (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just all the memes, man. So the one with the uh, the Grim Reaper on the beach getting interviewed, <laughs> talk about he tried to deny me, so I had to uh, body bag him or whatever it said. Like that one was funny. Uh, the Michael Jordan one with the oh the Michael Jordan. I took it personally yeah. when it had the, the virus on top of his face. Uh, the one that said COVID said to uh, stand stand back and stand by after the debate. <laughs> Dude, there were so many, so many. Do you think he had it during the debate? Uh, I probably, based on like what I like from the serious people on Twitter, the political people on Twitter um, that are in politics um, and in media, I think that all this really started on Saturday. Um, they had they've had like a couple events, you know, because they're they're trying to get, um, you know. Amy to replace uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And um, all this really, I feel like, like from a karma standpoint, is really stemming from all of that, right? Them saying one thing three, four years ago and then going back and then changing, you know, you know how they feel and whatnot because it's to their advantage in terms of waiting to, you know, usher somebody in. So I think I wouldn't doubt, like, that's why all this is happening. All these government officials are coming down with it. So they've had a couple of events, um, that started with last Saturday. So I wouldn't doubt if Tuesday, Wednesday is when, you know, all these people started contracting it because from what is said, um, the family, like, I guess they were on an honor system in terms of making sure that, you know, you get tested, wear a mask before you go to the debate. The family supposedly ended up showing late. So that way they didn't have to get tested and they didn't wear a mask indoors, even though everybody else for the most part did. And so I think they knew. I would not doubt it if they knew. That's just my opinion. Do you think they knew? I'm I don't, sure they did. I'm sure they, yeah, I'm sure they well, did. Jesse, did they know? I know you hang out with them. Let me hit them up real quick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> speaking about COVID, um, your boy, man. Cam? Mm-hmm. I'm Cam Newton. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sad about that. I'm sad about... Uh, so, for me, I decided not to opt in to doing fantasy football this year because I just feel like I don't know if, you know, there's going to be a 16-game season completed for every team and and or... You also got all these players out here getting injured, tearing their ACL. Like two weeks ago, there was multiple mm-hmm. um, impact players that were, you know, tearing their ACL, getting hurt, out for weeks, out for the season. Um, so, you know, Cam tested positive, and they the Patriots played the Chiefs, and that was a hyped-up game. Cam is having a great year, and now he can't play. So now, you know, that game is not going to be as exciting as, you know, it originally was going to be not to say that, you know, it won't still be exciting, but so him, and then you have all the, not all, but like seven to nine Titans player staff, whatever it is, tested positive. And so now they are going to have to postpone their game to, you know, some weeks later, they can't have uh, their game. So it was originally supposed to be Sunday. They were going to postpone it till uh, Monday, Tuesday, but more players tested positive later on in the week. And now they have to, 
have it go later on in the in the season. So. Yeah, this is gonna sound like it's gonna happen anyways because the way that they got it set up is like you you um you can go back home like after mm-hmm. practice. They're still yeah, they're still they just test them like regularly every day I think or every other day. So but it's gonna happen. Like this is just the beginning of many positive tests coming up. And they wear like a bracelet so they could tell who their geo their geo tracked so it tells you who you're um, close by and um, like what players to identify that to isolate the event. Maybe Lou Will invited them to Magic City since he's out the bubble now. Maybe that's where it, where it happened. Yeah, they went to go get some lemon pepper. Yeah, Cancun. Some wings. <laughs> oh, they're in Cancun. <laughs> that's possible too. I saw this uh a bleach report. I saw this thing that they had a Russell bleach Wilson. report. Bleach. Uh, I said bleach. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just asking, <laughs> you know, MAGA, Bleach. Oh, no. I'm just trying to figure it out. No. I want us to be clear. <laughs> they had the thing about Russell Wilson, like mm-hmm. one of the cartoons. Did you see it? Nah. The, grit, <laughs> the Gridiron Heights yeah. thing? I, I haven't watched it, now. <laughs> I forgot, but they called somebody, I forgot who he called, but he called somebody Lou Pepper. I mean, uh, <laughs> Lemon Pepper. Yeah. He was like, they don't call me that. <laughs> you gotta check it out, man. But it was hilarious. I just thought about that right now. And uh, so, so there's two weeks now into the season, right? Two weeks or three uh, weeks? Four. This is week four. So week four. four. Uh, what? Okay. So, what do you guys overall think about like the first month of the NFL? Like, how how has it been? I haven't watched anything. So, what's your guys' outlook? Well, I think it's been entertaining. Uh, like I said, Cam's having a heck of a game, um, but a lot of those injuries are hurting. You know, uh, the Rams they lost last week. From a dang stupid call, um, but you know, shout out to the Rams. They they doing all right. Um, but overall, it's been it's been good. Um, I think Kansas City is too strong. Is is they're looking very dominant, and I don't know who could take them take them out um, as of now. But obviously, like I said, it's so early in the season. But that momentum that they were carrying from that championship season is it's definitely showing now. Uh, I did play fantasy this year, like I normally play. I just got platinum level. Shout out to your boy Yahoo. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very strategic when you have to understand and be on top of that and be on that waiver wire. And some of the players, I don't even know their names that I have that are balling. Hey, but you got to do. But luckily, the street. yeah. But luckily, I have no one from Tennessee or Pittsburgh on my on my team. Uh, but overall, it's good, man. I I enjoy it. I still watch it. Uh, Cowboys are cowboying. You know, the usual. So being in Texas, I love seeing those hurt fans. Are they having a bad season? They they're lost one a couple, and yeah. two. Right? Yeah, one and two. Uh, but they're still number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, man. Crash. Uh, for me, I'm, I I opted not to go into fantasy just because I'm like, man, I, like, I, I didn't believe. But I, obviously I miss playing it. I miss the camaraderie, you know, amongst friends, the potential to win some money. Um, especially on the pickums and all that, because uh, I've won money on that before. Um, but I, I still watch it every day. I mean, every every game, all the ones that are on TV and whatnot, and check the scores and stats. So um, it has been entertaining. Like despite all the injuries, despite COVID, all that, even without uh, the majority of stadiums don't have fans in them, um, it's still entertaining. Like it's still a good product, in my opinion. And, you know, some really good games. It's weird because um, there's a lot of high-scoring games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see a lot of comebacks also. Like that Dallas and, and Seattle game was really, really good. Um, super entertaining. It was long as hell. Yeah. Uh, but Atlanta uh, blowing leads like always. Yeah, like Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> clipping. Um <laughs> And then even the the Buffalo and Rams game that, that Jesse was talking about, like they were down, I think it was like twenty eight to three or something. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams went on like a twenty nine zero run, and then they end up losing. But it was entertaining, right? So um, despite you know my belief that it won't go all the way through, and I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, it's still a great product on there, and you know I think people are enjoying watching it with the PC. So, and then no, the betting aspect too. I don't bet, but you know that's that's important, and I think that's a big reason why uh, Trump brought football back mm-hmm. as well to stimulate the economy from a betting standpoint. He brought football. Jesse, shout out. <laughs> no, but you shout him out, man. 
Shout him out, proud boy. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. Take I take it back. Hey, so since we're on sports still, we go into the NBA, our favorite topic. Mm-hmm. Lakers, baby. I'm a keep wearing this hat. I wear this hat during the games. Um, and I feel like it brings good luck. The only reason we win. That's right. That's right. That and the Mamba jerseys. Oh, yeah. They need to wear those. Every game? Nah, because you got to. Koo said, yeah, after last night's game, Koo said, shit, we need to wear them every game and go 4-0 and in the finals. They're trying to go, they're hey, trying to go home. I know we're going to get into this, but talking about Koo's, do you think he's coming back next year? I think um, I think he will. The late, go ahead. You say you think he will? I think he will. I think he'll develop. They're, they're going to give him one more year, I think. I think he has one more year to prove himself. Uh, the, he'll probably work on his game, build more chemistry, and um, if not, I think he's gone. I think I think he's developed really well in his role in the last, like, two rounds, including the finals. Um but I think he's going to chase the bag. Like, this is his last year, I think, of his rookie contract. So it's Next kind of year, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, somebody out there is going to really pay him. And then the Lakers, they're going to look to get better. And there's a lot of better out there. So, you know, get his ring. I really like him. Uh, I mean, if he stays, awesome. And if he doesn't, then I understand you got to get your money. Because it's the only time he's going to really be able to get that money. So you got to secure yeah. the bag. Especially since he uh, went to college all four years. So he didn't have that luxury of, you know, being on a rookie contract. And then, you know, while he was younger than a lot of the players typically are since most of them come out, you know, their freshman, uh, sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised either way. Like you said, I think the biggest thing is that the Lakers are going to try to get better. Um, we see this all the time when a team wins a championship, especially the way that hopefully, you know, if they do, we got two more games. If they win a championship the way that they are, Going five five games, five games, five games, and potentially a sweep. Um, there's going to be a lot of players who don't have a ring who are going to want to uh, go, get to LA and play with yeah. the Lakers. Like it's already a luxury being in LA anyway, right? And then to play for the Lakers, you add all those things up, um, and now you see all these commercials AD has and and all that. Not that he didn't have any before, but you know he has more in a shorter amount of time than he did. Previously, so um, as far as coups, um, I could see the Lakers looking to move on and get better, like you said, and that may include him. It may include Danny Green as well, Mm -hmm. who's making a bunch of money and can't hit an open shot, wide open shot, (laughs) but he does play defense. Um, But in terms of coups, like he came in and, you know, didn't have high expectations and was balling his rookie year, and then he's kind of, you know, decline because LeBron came in. So everybody kind of has to change their game to fit him. And so, you know, he is finding his role, but it's about that consistency. Like he did, you know, fairly well um, last night. Game two, but, game you know, one, him, not really. Yeah, no. But him moving without the ball, making open shots, playing defense, like that's what he needs to do. If he did that and and did it, uh, well, like Rondo, like Caruso, like KCP, he could easily average 15 a game. But, you know, it's the inconsistency in which, you know, his style of play game in and game out. Indeed. I hope he stays. <laughs> wow, you like seeing him get his fits off, huh? <laughs> Just balling. He, if, he, if he ends up in Detroit for Derrick Rose, you ain't going to see them fits. Hey, he won the Michael Porter battle to me. They were going How? at it. Michael Porter was giving them buckets, <laughs> making hey. him look foolish. Who would? <laughs> yeah, but his team won. won. That's the thing. He didn't win that. that. He was getting his ass lit <laughs> up. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Jesse is the type to say. Uh, what was the uh, the dude that you like? Clark was his name. Earl Clark. Earl Clark? Was it Earl no, Clark? David Ebanks. Oh, Devin Ebanks. Oh, my gosh. He, Jesse was so high on Devin Ebanks. He kept saying it don't all fall, year long. He's like, sleep. Don't, don't sleep on Devin Ebanks. And even when he went to the Cleveland Cavaliers, don't sleep on Devin Ebanks. <laughs> Bro, Devin Ebanks was sleep his whole career. But I think a lot of Lakers fans were because that's all we had. Like, we had to hold out hope. No players was coming there. All we had was Kobe and whatever young guy had one good game. Hey, don't lie. I bet I – bet 
bet Devin Ebanks at the club one time. And I was like, I tell everybody they sleep. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, thanks for the love. It was just, it was like one of those. Wait, was this, was this while he was in the league or after he this was, was working? This was, working he was a regular no, he job. was in the league. Okay, he was with right. the, he was on the Lakers. The whole Lakers. This was when Meta, uh, Ron Artest was there. Who else was there? Shaq. Oh, not Shaq. Shaq. That was <laughs> okay. Shaq. You're, no. you're a Spurs fan. No, you, no. Ain't no Lakers. you don't know. What I bet, you're I bet about. Dwight. That was what Dwight was there. No, no, no. You don't know what you're talking about. Dwight was Wait, there. Where, what about Doc? What about Doc <laughs> going to the 76ers? Hey, do you think that he got fired because of Michael Porter? Like, because they said that he was. <laughs> He deemed him undraftable. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that was a straw? I know Bomber was mad that they passed on him. Yeah, he was lighting them up. But who they got? They got Shander. Uh, what was his name? Alexander Shaman. They got somebody. traded. That they traded. No. Oh, Alexander. Shea, Alexander. Yeah, yeah. They got him instead of Porter, right? I don't know when. I think it was that year. I think was it was drafted. That year. Same but, year, but I don't know who like what uh, position and all that. Um, yeah, no, it's unfortunate what happened to Doc. I mean, I think he's a great coach, and uh, you know, but at the same time, like when you have expectations and you don't meet those expectations, then you know, there's a business, so things happen. But he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do great in, the, especially in the East, where it's still they've gotten better as far as competition wise, but. Um, there, it's always a toss-up in the East. Like, anybody could really make it. And then if Kawhi didn't hit that shot last year, it could have been the Sixers in the finals, you know. And, right. you know, anything is possible in the East. And especially so now that you have a strong coach, um, it gives him a competitive advantage. And he can work. I think he could really work with Ben Simmons. And um, he he can have, like, a Chris Paul effect because Chris Paul was really the general in, on the, on the floor, and if he can mold him to be that type of floor general and develop, hopefully, some type of a jumper, and I think it could happen because you look at Jason Kidd and Rondo, like yeah. it happened. Mm-hmm. So there's possibilities, and then if you, they get some nice pieces around Embiid and uh, Simmons, and they got Tobias Harris, um, but they just need shooters. Who? Shaq. They just need <laughs> shooters. They just need shooters around. Uh, he could turn that team up. I mean, they're already good. I think they just need to excel a little, little bit. That's it. Yeah, they'll improve, like you said, instead of them, um, you know, exiting the first round uh, 4-0, um, they'll be able to blow a 3-1 lead. It's <laughs> <laughs> an improvement, right? Yeah, and then you got KD and Kyrie. Woo! That's, that's, what's up with that boy? What's up with Kyrie? I don't know, Jesse. That's your boy. I did. I actually never didn't see the interview podcast. Well, it was a small clip, but um, you know, I think what's what we all know who he was talking about, and I think uh, Blevins and I were talking about it a little bit. And Blevins mentioned jealousy, right? Mm-hmm. Did you mention jealousy? Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what it is. At some point, like you. You know, he chose to leave Cleveland because he wanted to be the man. He couldn't be the man in Boston uh, because he just didn't, like, it didn't work out. And a lot of it, if not all of it, was was him. He was the one, right, that caused that. So it's an interesting dynamic now being with KD. But then I kind of feel like they're kind of a good fit because KD kind of has those tendencies sometimes. But I do think KD is, you know, above par when it comes to, like, elite uh, athletes, and so I, I put him up on that that pedestal with LeBron. So it's going to be interesting throughout the season to see how their relationship plays out. Because I don't think Katie's about to Katie. Katie might slap him. He seems like that type. Because Katie's from DC, they don't play. He might stomp a <laughs> Nike boot in his face. <laughs> <laughs> to some go go. <laughs> to some go go. Yeah. So if he falls out, of, what is it? If he gets out of pocket. <laughs> So basically what happened is, um, you know, they were on Katie's podcast and Kyrie, you know, for the most part said that Katie is the first player that he's had on his, on his team in his career that he can give the ball to and feel like he doesn't have to go get the shot and be clutch. He would be able to go and do it. And it's like, everybody's like, you had LeBron James on your team for years and years, and you guys won a championship together. And KD is the 
first, not the best, right? I, I could understand if he was like, you know, props to LeBron, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like KD, okay, cool. People will probably still have something to say, but at least you acknowledge the man. This dude didn't even acknowledge him. He said he's the first player that he's played with that he feels that way. And then he said, you know, Steve Nash, first-time head coach, all this stuff. Um, you know, I feel like we don't have a head coach. Like, I could be the head coach one day. KD could be the head coach, you know, another game. Um, this person could be the head coach another game. And it's like, what? Like, what are you What are you talking about? And I don't think really Steve Nash, I, I don't know. I can't speak for the man, but he probably, he's been around the league, right? So he understands these type of people. Um, and he's worked with KD before when, you know, he was a consultant with the Warriors. So he understands these players, but I, I don't know how he's going to deal with them. <laughs> I really don't. I feel bad for uh, Steve Nash. Really? Like, I feel bad because what a first job to have. You know, most coaches start off like, you know, you might get the Indiana Pacers or the Pelicans, you know, <laughs> a, a startup team, Sacramento Kings. So much expectation. So, I, I mean, to me, it's like title or bust for them. And, you know, yes, to the playoff run for sure, yeah. At least, but it's just going to be involved with so much drama throughout the year. And he's just going to be questioned the whole time. Like, you know, is it you or is it Kyrie who's really leading the team? So it, it sucks for him. And I and then yesterday, so in uh, LeBron's press conference, they were talking about coaching. And I know LeBron was talking like he was taking a shot at the co- whole coaching co- uh, comment that he made because he's like, you know, you got to respect your coaches. You know, and he was <laughs> kind of praising Frank Vogel, obviously. And he's always been a coachable player. So obviously we know where that was coming from, I, at least I think so. Um, and, and it's true. Like there is no – Michael Jordan without Phil Jackson. There is no Kobe and Shaq or Kobe and Powell without Phil Jackson. Um, like even great coaches like Popovich, Rudy Tomjanovich when he won with the Rockets. Um, <laughs> Spurs, Spurs fan Spurs, over here. Um, Carlisle like with the Mavericks. Like you know, there's good coach like none with the Raptors. Like it yes. takes a coach to to organize a team and create plans, strategies, and put players in the positions they need to be. Even if you're like the star player, you still need somebody to help you with the role players and create like plans and strategies. So that was just out of pocket. Like I can't believe he said that. Disrespectful to Steve Nash. Death. What do you think, Jesse? I saw him trying to clean it up, though, saying how the internet is just painting that narrative. It's like you brought this on yourself. You did not. It's on your stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't go on ESPN. You didn't go on Fox Sports. Like, this is you. You made the decision to open your mouth and say this. You had the, the choice on how it is that you wanted to answer that question. So nobody spun it. This is all on you, buddy. Yeah, I I think though in the season they I think personality wise, um, KD and Kyrie are probably going to mesh. Nash is probably going to be fine. I think like the personalities are similar, and um, I think they're just going to hoop. They're just two hoopers that are just going to ball, and they they just want to they they just want to have fun. So I don't think there's going to be as much drama as there were. I think Philly. You know have what that drama. situation reminds me of? Now that you say that. I'm, I'm not going to say whether – I don't I don't know where I stand in terms of whether there will be drama or not. But it reminds me of the Clippers <laughs> because the Clippers um, last year made it to the playoffs. Nobody expected them to. Mm-hmm. Scrappy bunch. They played hard. You know, they played the Warriors hard in the playoffs and all that, right? And they lost. Then they bring these two superstars in, and, you know, the environment is not the same. Their identity is not the same. And then now Doc Rivers is gone. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not saying that I think Steve Nash is going to be gone after his first season. But what I'm saying is same concept. The, um, the Brooklyn Nets, scrappy bunch, fought hard, uh, last year, this year, they trade away D'Angelo, uh, Russell, uh, different identity. Kyrie comes in. We hear all these things. And then now KD is going to come back, new coach. Um, they got rid of Kenny Atkinson, who was a really good coach and um, did a really good job there. But then now the identity's changing and the star players are kind of like running the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, it's, there's potential for 
the star players will get along, but for them to rub their role players the wrong way, and we yeah. may see some friction, you know, from that standpoint. They still have Levert, right? Next year. Mm-hmm. For now. And Dinwiddie for now. And Jared Allen for now. And uh, DeAndre. And Joe Harris for now. DeAndre Stan, because that's, that's uh, KD's boy. So they brought him in for that um, or because of that. But, you know, they have a really good young core. Um, some shooters, some really good players that, you know, can help a team win as like complementary pieces. But I, I would not doubt that either of those top players or both of those top players may rub those guys the wrong way. We'll see in December. No, <laughs> January, January, oh, January. Yep, too. Yeah, they gonna start back up in January. They said that's the earliest. That's what Adam Silver said. That more than likely, the earliest that we'll see play start is in January. So they said training camp probably like three weeks prior to that. So December, January. So you talking about mid to late January for the NBA season start at the earliest. Got it. It's different, man. Different. Uh, and I wonder how, like, eventually once the world gets back to what it's going to be in, what, 2022 or whatever, like, then what the norm is in terms of when the season starts, like how they can navigate and shift it back to maybe not what it was, which was October to April, you know, and then the playoffs and all that. Yeah. But, you know, if it does end up being November, December, which, you know, gives football a lot more time to be watched and then basketball a lot more time to be watched. I think the NBA is the one that got affected the most out of all the leagues because um, NFL will continue, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The baseball, I think they'll start back up in April next year. They'll figure it out. But the uh, NBA, they got to figure out what that looks like in the next couple of years, like you said. Yeah. Maybe they could just condense the season or maybe – even like a month after July, finish the season in July, January to July. Yeah, it may take a few, like two, if they decide that they want to go back to that same cycle or somewhere close to it, it probably will take a two to three seasons to really get back to that. Are they going to go back to the bubble or is it going to be regular? Um, they want, based on what he stated, they want to um, be able to get back into the arenas and potentially have fans there as well. Um, obviously, you know, with advances in medicine and all that, um, you know, rapid testing, et cetera, et cetera, vaccine, all that. Um, they want to be able to get fans back into there at the very least, though. They said they, you know, want to have it regionally. So, you know, Mm. excuse me, four or five different, you know, places to where they can go instead of just having everybody in one condensed place, which is, I'm sure, challenging (laughs) from a mental standpoint, which we've heard players come out and say, like, even Danny Green the other day was like, it feels like a 48-hour Groundhog Day. You know, I can't imagine being away from my family and only being able to do, you know, certain things. Granted, you're getting paid. You know, you're still able to play, all that. So it's not, you know, 100% uh, downside, but, you know, not easy. Well, you and I were talking about that, um, and I had mentioned it, like, months when the months ago when the bubble started about an asterisk on this season. Mm-hmm. I kind of changed my position on that because I could see, like, just from hearing, you know, all the players talk about it, like, this is probably – it's a difficult thing to go through. And so um, this is probably one of the hardest championships to win. And if it was that easy, like people say, then all the other teams that should have been in there would have been in there. Yeah. So it took a lot of focus and, you know, compromise and – you know, from everybody, the teams that are in there right now. I've seen a meme that they say Bronny's two games away from getting his <laughs> butt locked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said uh, LeBron's going to win the chip, come home, and, and uh, choke him up like uh, Ving Rams did uh, Tyrese and Baby Boy. <laughs> Pull him up. So I was trying to do word on the tweet, and I saw Tiger was trans. <laughs> Why? What? what? For what this time? I guess he has an OB fans. So, <laughs> so the first tweet that I saw because I just saw that he was that he was trendy, right? So I was like, oh shoot. What were your thoughts? No, let me tell you. So I saw that he was trending. I was like, why is Tiger trending? And I thought I was like, he probably has a new banger. And uh, so I hit it. He raw. And then I saw this guy that says. 
I was looking. I was wondering why uh, Tiger was trending. And his eyes were bleeding. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So my curious. I was like, what are they talking about? Yep, was wrong. Yep, he created an OnlyFans. What'd you think? Um, well, <laughs> I I was just curious to ask. Yo. Like we wanted to ask Blevins how much it costs, and uh, you know. <laughs> Did you? Did you? I don't even know what OnlyFans is. <laughs> Great answer. Sorry, I'm wa- Wash Life. I don't know what OnlyFans is. It's where he could post new pictures with him and women. What What was the first post that he posted? Uh, just <gasps> you tell him you saw it. No, I didn't see it. I saw a lot of memes. <laughs> what is going on here? I saw a lot of memes. Yo, what? So, what does that mean? Does that mean that you know he's trying to get some bread, or does that mean that he hasn't got any bread lately, so he has to you know resort to this? I'm sure he's getting a lot mean? of money, but I'm sure like Two these guys are not these guys are not uh, touring, so they have to have some kind of income. So I think they're just. <laughs> Getting those avenues, he's he's been posting him in different places with different women, blurring out their parts. So now you get the so you've unblurred been, parts. You've been, so you've been you've been following. Tapped in. He's tapped yeah. in. No, I follow him on. You're, you're on. You're Instagram. on the mailing list. No, I follow him on Instagram. I could just tell. <laughs> So, hey, we need. Hey, we need to see your bank statement, bro. Just <laughs> see your bank. I'll show you. You need to see we Rose. We want to see the charge. We want to see the Tiger OnlyFans charge, nope. dude. Rose has it. Rose has it. Rose is a- <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rose. You know, Rose is an OnlyFans lifer. I don't know. He might be. On everything, I've never clicked on the OnlyFans link. I don't. Ask, I don't even want to know. Ask him. Uh, we'll ask him. We'll have call him, him right now. No, call him early in the morning. He's no. like, hey, you'd be like, what you doing? Well, I'm not only fans. Watching this tiger only fans. Oh, this tiger's crazy. This tiger. Oh. You, you, you you thought the roar on the beat was hard, but no. <laughs> <laughs> that was he wild. All right, weekly spins. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hey. Uh, I was just uh, whatever. Oh, we just hey guys, oh, Sandy can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't burn my hot dogs. Hey, <laughs> hey don't whoa. burn my hot dog. <laughs> the remix. Whoa! Hey, hey, send on the drop, Jesse. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So is he going to have whatever his content is? Do you think I don't know. No, I, let me finish, man. What, <laughs> whatever his content that he has on there, do you envision him like dropping new exclusive music on there too? Like Ooh, a twofer? That's actually really smart, though. That'll be smart. Make a clap to that beat. Like, that's... I could see him making Rack a City like or having a yeah, live, yeah. live Clap concert. City. Clap City. Uh, yeah, yeah. That That is actually extremely smart. Hey, hey. I need my cut. I need my percentage. Mm. <laughs> Talk to him. A&R, Blevs. Jesse, when are you going to start OnlyFans? Uh, just wearing <laughs> Magna, MAGA stuff. Oh! <laughs> Since you guys say that's what I'm about when I'm not. Hey, just send me the link so I can put it in the link tree. I'm dead. (laughs) I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I ain't got no pencil. (laughs) We know that. Hey, weekly spins, and we get out of here. Your boy got to go to work. Uh, I'll start off now. I got the... um, I came up, man. I finally won a raffle. Hey. Yeah, man. I got the UZ350 uh, Cardins. Super dope shoes. I, came, I, I didn't believe it because I've been... What happened? Supporting your president. Yeah, UZ2020. Uh, yeah. But uh, he... Uh, so I, I finally won. I, didn't, I wasn't going to believe it until I got the charge on the credit card, which I got it later in the day. So that means they're on their way. So that is my 
weekly spend. You getting your your charge on your credit card for Yeezys, and Jesse's getting it for <laughs> Tiger OnlyFans content. We were trying to tell. We were trying oh, to put your weekly spend. No, we were trying you to put that on you. How did it come on you? We were going to ask you the question of how much it costs, and now I got. Reflected. I don't got know deflected. what OnlyFans is. You, I don't know what it is. You are. You went to the school of Trump of deflecting. <laughs> I don't know what OnlyFans my, is. My my weekly spend. I purchased something from my truck. I um, got a pedal commander. So. And so pretty much let's just, I'll put it in perspective. It it makes my truck have like a sport, sport plus mode. I have like different modes on my truck. Do you have a Trump pants bumper sticker on your truck? (laughs) No, no. Or the, uh, the, the military like black sticker, the the flags, the American flag, that's a black sticker. Do you have that on there? Mm -mm. Do you have a blue eyes matter sticker? Texas, Texas baby. Okay. Just Texas mm-hmm. flag. My weekly yeah, stand. Flag. Yeah, the Confederate flag. Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why <are> you guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start say the, say the pledge of allegiance before we start the podcast. <laughs> hey, Jesse's gonna be like I'm this, kneeling, though. and you're gonna hey. be standing. No, Jesse's gonna be like don't this, do it, though. don't do it, do do not do it, <laughs> don't do it. I'm 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 kneeling, and he's gonna be praying, and you're gonna be standing. Put your MAGA shades on and your MAGA hat on. Waving a flag. I'm be eating some tacos. <laughs> Go My ahead. weekly spend was, uh, man, I was adulting while you were away, Andy, so I had to I had to get uh, some brakes. I had to get some tires. I got an alignment. Um, I, what else did I, get? I got some mulch to put in the, the backyard um, and then some ceiling fans that have still yet to be put up, so and then the thing, my dog, oh, my God, my dog. So I uh, was putting the mulch in the backyard, and um, it was, like, in the evening, so it was uh, not too hot. And then I was like, I'm going to go ahead, and the bags that I didn't use, I'll put them in the garage and do them tomorrow. And I was like, ah, man, I'm tired. I don't want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. I get in the shower, come back the next day bags torn up mulch all over the place so i can't even really pick it up and put it in the backyard where i need to put it like my dog is a lot of work and i'm happy that we could send her to obedience school fairly soon that's going to be my my next weekly spin no i need my sanity is what i need yeah adulting isn't fun but it has not it's not yeah, I could get in that next week. What I did with my mowing my mowing my uh, grass. You got the Tesla one more? Hey, no, no the little piece where the sprinklers go. Freaking the lawnmower ate it up. Just chopped all the plastic pieces went everywhere, and I got embarrassed. And I went to go pick up all these pieces. <laughs> embarrassed <laughs> because it made a loud noise. Like my lawnmower <laughs> ate like a machine gun just went off in my lawn. and I'm out there like this. I felt like Homer Simpson when he was in the when the grass and the I was bushes. Just, the bushes I was just <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. People look at look it out, opening the door like, what the heck was that? That's that homeowner life, man. It's embarrassing, man. So I have to go back to Home Depot and fix that. Okay, <clears throat> let's get, get into this. Viber Nas going, Viber Nas. Let's start with Andy. Yeah, I was gonna honorable mention. Uh, Giveon came out with a new project, four piece, a four piece track, uh, like little album and uh, it was really good and my original one was original vibe was from that album but um i changed it up because this morning i listened to um what was it what's that the name of the song yeah but what was the name of the song all praises all praises with jada kiss and baldy james so um yeah that's my vibe i liked it it was cool On that new rose telling it. 50 on my wrist, had to dabble with the other hand. Getting money, hand over fist, almost up on them. Damn, just a fan who wanna pick. Riding dirty through New Orleans with them yams and them grits. Up to 30 in the morning, we be jamming on the strip. In the trap with the blow and the pills, we end up a split. They think I rap streets, no, I'm still playing with them bricks. Okay. I'm gonna check it out today. 
Alchemist is really good. Just killing. I think I'm part of their fan club now, for sure. Like any anything, uh, uh, Griselda. Griselda. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't miss. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's gonna be Machine Drum, and this is called Cane Train, featuring Freddie Gibbs. Woo, Gangsta Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Machine Drum, he's like an electronic um, album comes out October 9th. Check it so out. So that's the Machine Drum is the, uh, the mm-hmm. producer as yeah. well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So yeah, I, I think like Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T, man, on those electronica beats, like they... And then Freddie, yeah. uh, I think we talked about it last time, Freddie is on a song with Benny. Oh, no, 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 Big Sean, Big Sean. Mm-hmm. Freddie and Big Sean got a song coming. Oh, and then... Uh, Benny and Wayne got a song coming too. That's so right. it's a it's a lot of good music coming out uh, lately. Um, oh. My vibe or not is Dom Kennedy. Man oh, came out with a, a new album, Rap and Roll. Um, song is called Thinking Interlude. I really love it because it's actually a beat from this uh, artist producer named Budgie, um, who makes these uh, beat tapes, and they are fire. So I really liked this beat prior to knowing that he was going to put it on a song. Uh, it's been out for a little while, the beat. Um, so the fact that he did something to it, I was extremely excited. So thinking interlude, Dom Kennedy. OPM. Real shit. I found me a real chick. Someone I could smoke a joint with and talk current events. Her future's so bright. This the real deal. Her ponytail tight, pink nails too. I feel like Superman when I'm in the cold. You my lowest lane, I got no excuse I'ma give you just what you been missing I can't wait to show you that I'm different You got my attention, I've been thinking too Wonder if I come off too strong If I'm That was dope All three of them, man, solid Slow flow, Dom Kennedy is the king of that Hey, he back to rapping, let's go <laughs> Show man, hey, good hanging out with you guys again I missed you guys I, I, was telling, man. I was telling Andy earlier, because uh, obviously today's Saturday and we normally do our stuff on Friday, but because of the Laker game, you know, we're going to have to, you know, alter our, our schedule. So I was about to go to work and I was like, I have something to do today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have something to do today. And I couldn't think about it. I'm like, ah, oh, guess I got to go to work. And I started getting ready. I made breakfast. And then it was nine o'clock my time. And that's when I was like, Oh shoot, we gotta do the podcast. <laughs> so I'll start sending you a calendar invite. I know. I, I you know, hey, I adjusted. I was here. Um but I missed the, you guys. The MAGA shades and the MAGA hat are leaking into your brain. That's why you couldn't remember. I can't believe he wore those shades all <laughs> the entire the whole time. Yeah. I thought he was hiding something, but I guess not. <laughs> no. I thought he was gonna take them off and he was gonna have the demon eyes, the red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to have a, a different pair of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them on there. The All, right. Shades. <laughs> All right, fellas. I'll see you guys next week. All right. It's 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 Andy can't help you. Peace out, y'all.